0: To the Welcome Home Podcast. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Hello everyone! Thank you for joining us on episode sixteen of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom, and we have Trevor and Damon here. What's up, guys? Uh-oh. Hey, Tom, how's it going? <laughs> I'm reluctantly here because I'm leaving on a cruise, Disney cruise tomorrow. <laughs> You've got your Disney cruise coming up. You're gonna. How long is your Disney cruise, by the way? Seven days. Nice. Yeah, and over so Halloween. Da- Oh, yeah, and it's over Halloween, and you have the yes. Halloween party and all yeah. that fun stuff that you're going to be doing on that stuff. cruise. Exactly. And
1: you're you're going to Castaway Cay as well on that cruise, right? We are Versus. there,
2: Jamaica, Cozumel, and um, Grand Cayman. So nice. we are doing the Stingray thing at uh, Castaway, and um, we have not done that before. The kids were very disappointed because they wanted to do the 5K run, but it was at the same time as we got our appointment for the Stingrays, so uh, that's what we're doing. And we are going as Gravity Falls. The whole family was supposed oh. to do it, but the girls <laughs> backed out. Um, they were supposed to be Wendy and, um, Mabel, and then they backed out the last minute. So I am going as Grunkle Stan in his loungewear night outfit, not his suit. And, um, I, it's amazingly enough, I actually had all the pieces to that minus the hat and the glasses. Just randomly. Well, I don't know what that says <laughs> just about just me. had that as your normal everyday wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that says about
1: me. Um, I, yeah, I don't know what that says, but okay. <laughs> and
2: the boys are going as Seuss and as Dipper. So, cool.
1: Yeah, That's Dipper. awesome. Yeah.
0: Considering I don't know what that character looks like, I, I can't make fun of Wait. you too much, I guess, because so you have not know. Gravity Falls? I, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What, yeah, I not swear not to you. Even oh, oh, my gosh. I've never even heard of Gravity. I don't even know what that is. Oh my it, goodness,
2: it, Tom, Tom. Oh my goodness, it, Trevor. It's I an animated
1: it. Twin I'm Peaks. Sorry. Like it, it's good.
2: It's I, I highly recommend it. It's Disney could be I, one of their best cartoons ever.
0: It's it's a Disney Channel show. Yeah. Yep. Disney but XD. I'm like, I was going to say, is it on XD? Okay. Yeah. Right. Speaking Tom of has that, some homework did, to do. Apparently, mm-hmm. I do. I, I'm also well way behind on Ducktales as well. So. Oh, well, that's not surprising. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, at least with Gravity Falls, you can do that first because it's, it's actually done. finished. Yeah, so yeah. you can actually binge watch the whole thing.
0: So, oh, so that's that's completely over. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it was only meant to be x amount of. It was like know, three seasons. Than it was two. Yeah. So is that is that like yeah. on Netflix or something, or is it just you is, don't have? Where Disney do I find Etsy? this?
2: Um, uh, it can actually be on the Disney. Well, remember, it's Dis- the Disney Now app. Um, but I think it might it's either on Hulu or Netflix or it's on one of them as well.
0: I gotta wait for the uh, the Disney Netflix to come out, and then we'll then it's, I'll, I'll yeah, be good. It's, it's coming. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, and, and I'm sure coming. I will and be I, a subscriber. I heard going to be original stuff as well,
2: which is awesome.
0: Well, it's oh, interesting because yeah. we didn't really talk about this because this is not really what our podcast is about. But I, I was like, I, I saw people were like really upset about this because. They're thinking, oh, all this stuff's going to get taken off of Netflix. It's another subscription it service. But it's like all the stuff that's on Netflix from Disney is super limited. It's all new stuff. Like, can you imagine Disney's entire catalog available to you? I don't
2: you? know if we're going to see the entire catalog personally. Um, but I think that we will see stuff like Chip and Dale, right? Like what you can't really see now, the Rescue Ranger. Yeah. I think we'll see stuff like that. But I think the most interesting thing to me was the new original content. And I guess I know people don't like that. Um, But again, all I have to say is for all the people that thought that was bad news, go watch Star Trek Discovery. It it could be the second best Star Trek to ever exist. It might actually even be the first best one, which is crazy for anyone to even say. Um, So (laughs) they can do original programming.
1: And and that's – I mean that's a good point. You know, honestly, um, I I feel like Disney kind of, you know, for a while there, it it didn't seem like they were really hitting well with a lot of their, their new shows. I mean, it was about when I think mm-hmm. Phineas and Ferb came out that I really like. It seems like they they've really climbed back up again. So yeah, I'm you I'm with you Damon. now. Milo I do watch good. Milo. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty good.
2: So so you're on a, you were, just so everyone's aware, we're a DVC podcast. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like how we've gone
0: off the rails immediately. These are my favorite shows where we just completely just go off the rails.
1: <laughs> but I think uh, we need to because, you know, we're we're all passionate about this. And I was going to say, Tom, you know, the, the fact that Damon and I both chose Gravity Falls for our Halloween costumes should tell you that. Oh, so you you're didn't doing the watch same, show. huh?
0: Yeah, you're doing uh, well, Gravity I'm Trevor? actually I'm going to be Eeyore for Halloween. So, uh, well, we're past you, Tom. Where I'm asking Trevor. You're, wait, you're doing Gravity
1: Falls? <laughs> we well, we did it for the Halloween party. So when we were when we were down there for oh, for do? the Halloween party, um, so I was Seuss. Mm-hmm. My wife did Mabel, and my son did Dipper.
2: Okay. Yeah. I think, I think Grunkle Stan with the undershirt, the, the fake gold chain, cause obviously I would never bring a real one with me. Um, <laughs> and the slippers and I have the same boxers. Like I already had them. Like it's just, it fit perfect. Yeah. It, I, I was going to do the other way, right? I was going to do the suit, but then I'm like, wow, I have all this other stuff anyway. And it's going to be so much easier.
1: So. Yeah, I actually didn't even that. think about that. I that that would have been a better choice, but yeah, I, w- I went with Seuss because it was you know easier to do yes. the T-shirt and everything, right? Did so, you at least
2: do the hat? Like, did you color match everything?
1: Yeah, I had I had the the gray hat. I had the uh, I had the shirt. Uh, my son ha- actually had. Um, I actually do have a dipper hat that my son wore. Okay, so yeah, I have
2: one of those. Though. But you know Seuss's hat is brown. But go ahead. We'll just we'll let that go. Uh,
0: okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I thought it was gray, but I, I went
2: with it. <laughs> I'm having fun already.
0: But okay, we have to talk about rumors
2: because I'm on a schedule hold on, today.
0: Hold on. Uh, can I tell you? I just googled Grunkle Stan, and I just the visual of you doing this statement is just fantastic. Oh, i have pictures.
2: Don't you worry. So here's the only thing that I'm gonna go out and say is that while Grunkle Stan wears a wife beater, I can't do that. I'm I just I cannot do that on a cruise. I can't. I'm doing a regular undershirt. That's that's the only thing I will go
0: out and say.
1: All right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, there's room for interpretation. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you can do that with you can interpret any character any way you want, right? So yes, I, yep. I, I personally, my wife is going to be Winnie the Pooh, and I wanted to be Tigger, but I couldn't find a Tigger costume, so now I'm going to be. But you here. have to, you have to make your own. Like I said, most of the stuff
2: that we did, excluding the Dipper hat, like I mean, we kind of did on our own. Mm-hmm.
1: You got to cosplay yeah. a little bit. Yeah, Disney bounding and whatnot is—it's actually a lot of fun. I do recommend it.
0: I've actually (laughs) proposed to my wife several times that I I would love to be one of the Dapper Dans for Halloween, but uh, I think she just thinks that would be look a little ridiculous on me. And I think that would be expensive too. You you, right? There's a lot of things to that costume. Yeah, Yeah, that's very specific. It is. It's very specific costume, and I'm pretty sure I can't play that that instrument that they play. The what is it? The uh, something organ? Yeah, it's like the yeah. I'm pretty sure I couldn't do that. So, but we are so, so off track. That's okay. <laughs> so, this is how right. we roll. We we're talking about Halloween. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> we're talking about Halloween. That's true. And our our, our open is a an, a wonderful hollow, uh, haunted mansion uh, Halloween uh, opening. Nice. So I guess it fits in, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um anyway, so we were gonna we usually end the show with rumors, but. You know, the big news this week was kind of something that's a rumor, and I I was talking to the guys about this because I think some people would argue that this is maybe not a rumor, but it it hasn't been announced by Disney yet, and truthfully, by the time this comes out, and when I say this comes out, I mean our our show, this episode, uh, you know, maybe it will be officially announced by Disney, but... Um. Everybody forgot about dogs at the resorts and are now talking about. Uh, I, mean, I never forget about dogs. <laughs> you know what's funny? Okay, we talked about that and it was big uproar. But have you seen one picture, one story, one anything about it since then? no <laughs> like I have no a dog filter on my Facebook now. But I don't see those posts. <laughs> it just seems like it. I was waiting for somebody to post like dogs in the lobby with an angry message, and I haven't seen anything. But anyway, that's besides the point. So for those of you that don't know the story, uh, there's a, a WDW News Today uh, put out an article, and they're they're a news site, and they're usually pretty accurate. They have really good sources. They usually nail these things on the head, but uh, you know, it, they're not always accurate. Not everybody's always accurate, right? But they're saying that Disney World is going to open their 60-day Fast Pass window to their good neighbor hotels. And for those of you that are not familiar with good neighbor hotels, They're hotels that are on property or nearby property that are not owned by Disney. You know, they're regular kind of hotels, Hilton's and, and, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, And currently they only get to book 30 days out. So kind of everybody's a little bit upset about this. Yeah. You know what's
2: interesting, though? I would think that like in, in like you guys would probably think that I'd be upset about this. I
0: don't care. Well, you don't care about fast passes.
2: <laughs> so. No, I think fast passes are stupid. They should all be the paper way, and it should be, you know, some Mad Max run to the um, <laughs> like it used to be. That's the way the, I
1: envision it. lineups pass. for the fast pass so yeah. that you
2: don't have to line up later. Uh, that's the way it should be. You should have to <laughs> run with everyone's ticket with you. With everyone's card with you, and you should have to run to get to your fast pass, and they should be paper. So if they go through the log flume and you lose them, that just stinks for you.
0: <laughs> Survival of the fittest. Yeah. So this wow. to
2: me, this to me is like a non news <laughs>
1: thing. What is it? Well, about? you know, if you went to Disneyland, you could actually still have that.
0: Yeah, it's on my list. On my <laughs> I, know, list I know. I know. but, <laughs> but it's on his list. But okay,
1: so so back to actually talking about you know them opening this up to good neighbor hotels. I I guess. A lot of what I've read is you know people are upset about this because you know the, the draw of staying on site at Disney is that you do get the sixty day fast pass window that that was kind of a bene i mean it wasn't the benefit but it was a benefit of being on site was that you know you mm-hmm. you got the extra privilege of uh booking your fast passes earlier than everyone else, so you didn't have to do the mad dash to try and get fast passes although when I actually think about this i'm 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 actually on the same page as you, Damon, that it really doesn't matter at the end of the day because reality is is that out of all of the rides that you can book fast passes for there's only like four that it actually matters that you get on at your sixty day window and book
2: of course, and the other thing is too is that when we talk about good neighbor hotels i mean we're we're not talking about adding you know fifty thousand people
1: yeah it's I, I mean like- the it's well, a very so, limited set of hotels that are, again, really close. Like, the, these are people that are coming anyway, so.
0: Yeah. Well, and so here's the thing. I did some math on this. I did some very advanced math on this. Okay. <laughs> so I wanted to bring this up because I, I actually was like, I want to crunch the numbers and see what kind of effect this actually would have. And of so course, for these are all for all our listeners. Tom actually has a note in here that he's done some math on this. So I have. You yeah, I I actually, have have actually have to listen to this. <laughs> I have a spreadsheet that I created. So I, I threw out there that let's say Disney throws 10,000 rooms on this. Right. Which is a lot of rooms. I, I purposely went high on this. Right. And I put, you know, the, the total occupancy for a room at four people, right? So that's going to be what the average is going to be. So that equals 40,000 people. That sounds like a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Well, probably,
2: probably more than I think it is. So sure. Go ahead. Well, of
0: course. But, uh, but that's so that's just capacity though. So the average occupancy rate, according to the Orlando Sentinel of last year, was 77%. Mm-hmm. So that takes us down to 29,000 people. Okay. So let's take that though and break it out a little bit so that not all those people are going to Disney, right? So then I looked at attendance figures and I figured out how many, what percentage of people go to Disney and what percentage go to, uh, Universal. So I could take that out, right? So the amount of occupancy of people that would go to Disney if we're, you know, at our, all of our averages would be 22,000 people. Okay. So still sounds like a lot, right? So then I went and I broke down all the park hours for each park and how many fast pass rides are available at each park. And so what you get is, if they add ten thousand rooms to this, my my estimates would be thirty people per hour would be added to Magic Kingdom per ride. Man, I can't. Thirty wait, people. I can't wait till the callers come in and debunk your math. But God, <laughs> they can do that. I did. I I worked hard on this. So that's <laughs> thirty people per ride per hour. That is not in any way affecting anything <laughs> so,
1: but but that's talking just about fast passes though so that, that's, that's 30 fast passes. fast passes taken up that doesn't include that's assuming that every single one of these people exactly. is going and getting on a ride, which you and I know that doesn't happen people also choose to stand by rides they also choose to you know go shop or watch shows or whatever Absolutely. so I don't think well, that's
0: and that's it's making a lot of, of assumptions, but I wanted to break it down and see what the real effect was and and truthfully, you know this is. That's if they do ten thousand rooms. I don't even think they're going to do that many.
2: I think it's more about the perception, like Trevor said, of losing a benefit than it is about the math on the people.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And but again, really at the end of the day, um, I and again this is from from my point of view is you know coming from and I know from Disneyland is that <laughs> in Disneyland. The good neighbor hotels pretty much all have the same benefits as staying on site. Um, The only difference is – so, good neighbor hotels there get early entry, which – but they get – I think they're limited to only one or two days out of the trip. Whereas, if you're staying on site, you can alternate days. So, But they still give them that benefit. With the fast passes, it's just – it seems like such a non-issue to me. Like and and again, you know, okay. looking at the actual numbers, it's so
2: I think I'd be more mad if they let people in early. And the only reason I say that is because, you know, we've all been there on one of those days and I'd rather not see more people there. So, this to me is nothing. Um as long as they keep the early admission away from them, I'm okay with it. I have a whole different discussion if that was the case.
0: Well, the thing that I think is funny about all this is like There's all these people on Facebook that think they know more about the FastPass system than the people that actually design and maintain the FastPass system, right? Mm -hmm. So my thought is, okay, if they're adding this many people, obviously Disney's crunched the numbers on this. They know what kind of capacity they have. They know how many slots they have for each hour. Maybe they're just going to add those slots in to accommodate it, and no one's going to notice. Tom,
2: are you you foreshadowing over there? What do you mean? (laughs) Because you're eating, are you foreshadowing for our next topic? Is that what
0: this is? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not eating right now.
1: <laughs> so um, one other thing too that um, – or, or just before we move on to our next topic, um, we also talked about this as well on Facebook is that um, – so it was a couple of months ago where they had made the change to the way park tickets worked that because people were unfortunately exploiting the fast pass system where they were using annual passes and tickets that hadn't expired yet to get additional fast passes – and they changed the system so that you have to actually use a a ticket that scanned into the park entrance for a fast pass, right? yeah, they closed that loophole so yeah so so I, what i'm thinking the reason that that they would even be looking at this too is that um so when they when they made that change, I'm sure the amount of fast pass bookings that they saw dropped probably there was probably a substantial number that they noticed dropped because people weren't you know doubling down on them so this is probably their way of going well you know and, and like you said you know they they know the numbers they know their capacity they don't want to run it at like you know 50 percent. that
0: of course yeah
1: so so yeah it makes sense that they would open it up to a wider audience of people that uh that can make use of it and at the end of the day yeah it, it, it's i guess well if they actually do announce it maybe by the time i go next year i'll be able to actually see it in play and. Decide if it's better, worse, or even unnoticeable. Right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> so, I, mean, I just figure, I just feel like they wouldn't change that policy if they didn't feel like they could a accommodate it, or if they were going to. I mean, Disney can change the supply of Fast Passes anytime they want, right? They can add yeah. more slots to each hour if they want to. That's, I mean, they can do that. So, it, I just think it's going to be so, you know, imperceptible. Like you're just not going to notice it if they decide to do it, and. I know some people will, you know, say, well, it's already hard to get a a fast pass for Flight of Passage and stuff like that. Take off for work. Take off for work and get up
1: early. Well, you know, for me, it's like that's what I did was I set my alarm for four o'clock in the morning because that was how early I had to get up to book it. And at the end of the day, I ended up having to cancel it anyway. But
0: (laughs) 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 you still get on the ride, though. That's all that matters. I (laughs) did. Yeah.
1: Just just by, you know, sheer disney magic or something i don't know
0: (laughs) and that's the other thing i mean you can get same day fast pass i I feel like more often than not people just don't know how to use the system and they'd rather be angry about the system than figure out how to use it i guess but uh, that's what it seems like people were upset about I, i mean we don't know if this is true we should repeat this i i don't know if this is true or not disney has not officially announced this as of the time that we're recording this so And like I said, by the time this comes out, it might actually be confirmed. So don't flood our Facebook or email and be like, tell us how wrong we were. But I just (laughs) want to to talk about that because I thought it was really interesting. And I I know that was kind of setting the Disney world on fire uh, this week. I I do question why Disney would do this because it does seem to diminish those benefits at all. Do you think it's a they're worried about attendance and and they're hoping that this is going to bring up attendance? I mean, I I just I don't. I guess I don't know where the benefit for Disney comes into it because those people are going to come anyway, right?
1: Yeah, I uh, again, you know, I, I think there's a, a piece that we're missing of the inner workings of Disney that, um, it, like you said, just just from where we're standing, it it doesn't seem to me like whether it's thirty or sixty days. I mean, yeah, the the, the amount of days ahead of time is is really kind of inconsequential, I think. So.
0: I agree. I mean, you don't really hear AP holders complaining about that either. I've, I've never heard an annual pass person say like, Oh, we only get 30 days and all these other people get 60. I mean, I'm sure people do, but, um, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) let's move on to other things. Uh, yeah. See, that one was way less painless. We're We're trying to keep this one short today. That's true. This was way more painless, though, than the dog conversation. So that's the nice thing. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, as you know, dogs are overrunning the resorts, supposedly. Uh, anyway, uh, so there was, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, I, I thought from the beginning, and, and this is kind of always, always the thing when Disney builds new lands is, is you assume there's going to be some sort of food there, right? They always have to have some sort of food. And uh same was with Toy Story Land, and they hadn't really announced anything about it. They really hadn't said anything, but there was spots in the model where you could see that there was going to be something, right? Uh, and so they've just released the concept art for a new quick service restaurant in the soon-to-be-open Toy Story Land. Uh, and I say soon-to-be-open, rumors, well, they're, they're saying summer of 2018, Disney really likes to open stuff on Memorial Day weekend. Let's Let's hope for that. Um, but I thought this was interesting. We were talking, we've been talking a lot lately about how Disney's been moving away from sponsors. I thought it was kind of really weird that Woody's Lunchbox is the name of the new restaurant. It's sponsored by Baby Bell Cheese.
1: <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, it's so, so weird. when I thought about, well, okay, when I thought about this, um, it does make sense when you think about it in the context of, you know, when you send a kid off to school you pack stuff in their lunch and those baby bell cheeses are are marketed as, you know, standard lunchtime snacks or whatever. So, it I guess it kind of makes sense that they would sponsor it because it, the the idea is supposed to be, you know, um Andy left his lunchbox in the backyard or something and they turned it into a, a counter service place. So, I see where that actually does work from the theming but you're right it's still uh, of all the places that I could think of to sponsor a quick service yeah baby bell was not anywhere near the top for me either <laughs> when you, you just explain, explain that it, it makes
0: sense it I made so know. much sense when you just explain that
1: <laughs> well I, I know it does but like i said i thought about it and and it does totally make sense but it's still it when you first hear it it's still very left field because you know baby bell is not like I mean I don't go running to the store looking for baby bell it's just yeah, kind I, of I think you know,
2: that's what it is like we always have yeah. baby bell all the time we have to have it my kids will lose their you know what if there's no baby bell in the fridge at all times. Well
1: and I mean for us it's you know I just pick them up as I see them it, it, it's just kind of a it is a convenience food and and so it kind of makes sense you know that they're doing a quick service and and really I think that's pretty smart of them because it it does fit into the whole I like it,
2: but the fact that the pizza place is no more it is a little upsetting when it held such a prominent role in the films.
0: Well, that kind yeah. of makes sense, though, too, because, they, you know, the whole idea is the full immersion and you're shrunken down to a size of Andy's toy. It'd be kind of weird if Pizza Planet was there, you know?
1: That's true. Either that or they'd have to completely redo Pizza Planet so that it's
0: not... They'd have to have, like, a Pizza Planet playset. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Pizza Planet playset. Woof. <laughs> um <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, no, I thought floats. the same thing though that's... too about Pizza Planet. And I'm like, oh that's a bummer. And then but soda somebody floats makes up for it. What's up? Yep. Soda floats. Soda makes floats up
2: for
1: it. Yeah, so the only as long as they go crazy, they gotta go a little crazy. I'm, I am a sucker for a good float, so
0: Yeah. yeah they, I they gotta it. go a little crazy. The only Go, menu I mean, item they've announced is Soda Floats, just for everybody out there that yeah. doesn't know this news. They have not announced what the food is going to be like at all, except that there's going to be Soda Floats. <laughs> so, so, Trevor, did you see the new
2: Citrus Float announcement as well?
1: I did, and I'm I'm definitely interested to I try that. See, I don't
2: <laughs> think I am. Like, it's so interesting. So, we're talking about the Citrus Float announcement over in Adventureland now. Again, since we mm-hmm. start talking about Soda Floats and, heaven forbid, we ever stay on topic. Um I just think it's gonna to be too sweet. I like the pineapple juice or the Dole one, man. Orange soda on top of this that is, man, just gonna be a little much for me. Sounds kind so, of fantastic
0: well, to me.
1: <laughs> See, I, I, I like I like a good uh, like for me, uh, an orange float is good. You know, like vanilla ice cream and and yeah. an orange. Or I, I'm sorry, if I say pop at any point, we call it pop in Canada. Really. But it's yeah. They so do, if do I say some pop places
2: in the U.S. too, so you're yeah.
1: I, I'm really trying to say soda.
2: No, so I'm sorry. They, say my...
0: pop because that's a that's a constant uh, argument with uh, people Just from different parts of the United States. So yeah. I'm surprised I didn't okay. know Canadians called it pop. I learned something new today. We,
1: yeah, it's it's always so. Yeah, for me, it's you know we use orange pop for uh, for I, I've always loved that for floats. So so to me, the the citrus one sounds like it would be a good um like like that's kind of my childhood there. So. So it, it it hits a bit of nostalgia with me, I guess.
0: <laughs> I I think it sounds good. I mean, I like anything that that's sweet and has ice cream in it, and you know, I, I like a good a good float too. So that's that looks good to me. I uh, truthfully, and you know, nobody crucified me for this. Please, I'm not a huge Dole Whip fan, and it's not because of the actual Dole Whip. I'm we just not a big you. pineapple fan. Yeah, we all hate you now. It's okay. I we, know it's okay. Know. I, I get you, you that. don't like
2: Dole whips. You don't like um, Gravity Falls. You don't <laughs> like Space Mountain. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even think you like Disney. I, think I David stuff.
1: has a list. Hold now. On. <laughs> I,
0: I get them when I go. Don't get me wrong. I just am not a huge pineapple fan. It has nothing to do with the Dole Whip itself. I just don't like pineapple, really. Well, that's why there's the citrus one for you now. So that's there you, exactly yeah. right. There's a citrus yeah. swirl.
1: So, but I, so. I don't. You can get vanilla too at the Dole Whip stand if you don't want pineapple. By the way.
0: Oh yeah. I meant to ask you, Trevor, did you use the mobile ordering at all when you were on your trip? Did you use it to go get a Dole Whip? Because I was really hoping you would.
1: (laughs) I Honestly, I I almost did, but I was literally like on the other side of the Aladdin ride, and I was like, I'm just going to walk over there and get it.
2: (laughs) And and that's why the stupid app for ordering is worthless, like I said.
0: Well, Hmm. hold on a second, though. It's not worthless, because when I was there, I was at uh flame tree barbecue and there was a huge line and flame tree barbecue so what'd you order a hamburger? No, I got barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I there was a huge line and one of the cast members was like, We just rolled out mobile ordering for this for for Flame Tree today. And so I went on the app and I ordered it and I didn't wait at all. I waited, you know, like basically two minutes and then went up and picked up my food. So it was good for that, for sure. Uh even though I was standing right there. I know it seems dumb, but it saved me a lot of time. Well
1: And, and you know what, I'll, I'll I'll openly admit on my trip. Um, so because just because of how everything turned out that we were very, like everything really got turned upside down and I wasn't like, we, we ended up running a lot. Like it, it, it wasn't well planned out because it was such short notice from shifting everything. I didn't actually even really think to do the mobile ordering until yeah, just the one day that we happened to be in magic kingdom. I was like, Oh, you know, I could use it to order my Dole Whip. Um, and and yeah, it's it's just one of those things that I didn't think about it until like we were literally standing in line and then I was like, Oh yeah, there's the mobile ordering encounter. Oh, maybe I shouldn't should've done that. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the because is new though too, right? It's it's you're still it's one of those things that you don't go to. Although they're rolling it out to like everything. Uh just every Yeah,
1: and, and I th- I think next year when we go in May, it'll it'll be a lot more prevalent and I think I'll be more I think I'll be more interested in, you know, trying to like like i said we won't we won't feel as rushed so i think i'll actually you know be able to think about where we're gonna be for dinner and order ahead of time and all that so
0: yeah that'll be good i i like it i'm sorry go ahead
1: i I was just gonna say because we because we were very um like by the seat of our pants like last minute decisions for a lot of this trip so
0: yeah (laughs) well yeah you had to be because of everything that happened so uh, yeah. Any other food things you guys want to talk about before we move on? I love this show tonight. No, this I, is like my favorite I, I, I want, show ever. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to flip flop
2: though. I want to talk about the NBA stuff next because then I'm I'm gonna pack for the cruise before someone kills me.
0: Yeah, we are gonna we are gonna lose Damon early tonight, but uh, you know uh, Trevor and I are gonna continue on, and so you'll have the two of us. And, yep. Um, and I'll have fun stuff to talk about from the cruise. Yeah, yeah, Well, definitely Yeah, I I,
1: I want to hear about that.
2: For yeah, sure. me too, cuz yeah. I really
0: want to I really badly want to go on a Disney cruise. So. But see,
2: I, I I I forget if I how I can actually get out of this podcast without, you know, messing everyone up.
0: What do you Oh, no, you're you're good. You just, you know, just throw us on okay. mute. You'll be fine. Just uh, throw <laughs> us on mute go. and walk yep. away. <laughs> there you go. So,
2: I want to talk about the NBA experience because I know the concept art was revealed and that's great. Um, and it's set to open in spring and Disney, excuse me, in summer of 2019 at Disney Springs. Um, are we sad to see Disney quest go away? Of course we all are. Cause again, I told you guys the, the, the raft ride with the paddles with the things on the bottom were you know, some of my favorite things when we first got to Disney. But I, you know, I think that I may be in the, the, the small minority here of the people that had witnessed the ESPN experience. Um, I don't know if you guys had. I did so not. The ESPN experience opened. Nope. Okay. So what happened was, is that I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are aware of you know the ESPN fields and everything that's up in Disney, right? Well, when that actually first opened, there was, I guess, and again, someone will correct me. I'm sure, but I don't remember the exact naming of it. But you know, it was like an ESPN experience, and this was, wow. I want to say the kids were like three and five. So I mean, we're talking a good ten years ago, nine, ten years ago, maybe. And what I always found so interesting was that you could go up there and when I was there, they actually had cast members that would throw you passes, that would set up balls for you to kick through real field goals, um, all sorts of like training camp experiences that you could get timed on, um, all sorts of really fun stuff. And then we went back and it didn't exist again. It was almost like a little bit of a dream, right? But it was such a great experience to go up there and think about it. You're up there and the kids are kicking field goals. That's pretty cool. Like on a real field, right? It was great. Cool. And I think this was yeah. before they actually started inviting teams there to do events and things like that. It was like right in the beginning. I'm kind of hoping that this sort of NBA experience is something similar, right? What I kind of envision it is, you know, free throw contests, you know, all sorts of things around that. And that's what I'm kind of hoping. So this is something, you know, for me that I I find to be very exciting. I don't know how you guys feel about
0: it. You know, I'm not a huge NBA fan. However, the building looks amazing. I don't know what actually Mm -hmm. is going to be in it. They really haven't. They really haven't given too many details about what it's actually going to be but like you know
2: because the, the nba food place right wasn't there a food place food place it was up in espn there was an nba food place and i think they did
0: have a small basketball court in there at one i point. think i know what you're talking about so, but I'm, I'm kind of blanking yeah. on it but i like you i'm just kind of thinking of all the possibilities of it it sounds like it's going to be a really cool state-of-the-art facility type of thing like what if they have a place where you can like do like dunks where you can you know jump off a trampoline and try to do like
2: oh absolutely so i'm actually reading some notes here now so i guess this was at universal is that what it was so universal had something like this and now that it all starts to make oh, sense okay. that there it, <laughs> it was in in, in City Walk in Universal um they had something similar so people are a little kind of bummed about it because they think it might be you know the, the same sort of unsuccessful place Yeah
0: I don't know this looks pretty I mean just the building itself looks beautiful I kind of just want to go in the building
1: Yeah yeah and and you know honestly I mean I would so First of all, I should uh, I should preface this preface this with I am not a sports person at all. I am that's okay. I am far we're, on a, too... we're on
2: a Disney podcast. It's okay. It's not <laughs> yeah. like you don't like so, Space Mountain or something.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so so for me, you know, when when I first heard NBA Experience, I was like, okay, you know, I like zero interest whatsoever. But now that I'm listening to you talk about it, I what I'm actually thinking of is that. You know, this kind of fits in with a lot of the stuff that Disney's been doing, like the the more of the interactive stuff. So, like the uh the Sorcerers of the Magic the Kingdom VR, kind of things, where,
0: like that kind of yeah, stuff.
1: yeah. You know, where they have you, they have you running around, they have you engaged and interacting and stuff. I maybe this is, it, it sounds like this may start leaning more towards that, which would be.
2: I think there's you, yeah, you know, a lot of things they could do with it.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, even not as a as a basketball fan myself, is you know, I may still actually now want to be interested and in go in there and look and see what's going on. You know
2: what they had at the Universal one, which I always found so interesting, is they had the hand casts. Uh, you know, So, like, you would see, like, in the metal, it had, like, you know, Shaquille O'Neal's hand in the metal. And you could stick your hand in there to see how big or small it was <laughs> in comparison. Be, yeah. They had some neat stuff over there. But, again, I think, you know, that's where – you know what is Disney gonna to do to make it better than what Universal had, which I believe was called NBA City or something along those lines. So, I'm excited for us. You know, I'm a basketball fan. I like basketball. I like football. I like the sports thing. Who's, and, you know, who's your team again, though? Who's your team,
0: David? For basketball yeah. or well, for football? Well, I, I know you, you like know the Cowboys because you know
2: I do like the Cowboys. Yeah, and I'm a <laughs> Giants fan. So uh, again, you're just it's a big loss for you. All I'm year. a big Calgary Stampeder's fan, actually, personally. Oh there you oh, go. Oh
1: thank you. CFL. I love, uh, no joke. I'm not even kidding.
0: I love
2: the <laughs> CFL. I
0: really, really do. <laughs> but um anyway, I,
2: I again digress. my my, my, bas- my basketball teams, I, I could watch a few of them, so I don't necessarily have a particular uh team that I would follow all the time. I like to actually follow players these days, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that's cool. But, Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be it'll be definitely be something that's interesting. I, I look forward to it. I think they had to do something there as well, anyway.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think I thought it was interesting that it got delayed. So those those that don't know, they ended up delaying this quite a bit. So I don't know if they were still working on. I think they had to because NBA City was still open. Really, is that why? I think. Oh so. yeah, maybe.
1: I maybe think, licensing and stuff. I thought
2: NBA City was still open. Or maybe just the way that it was closing. It could be closed. I'm sure someone will let us know. <laughs> um, but I think maybe it could have something to do with that since it was moving.
0: Interesting. But. Yeah, I, I just assumed they were trying to fine-tune the, the concept and, and figure out exactly what they wanted to do uh, and make sure it was going to be good. Uh, or maybe they were still working on the design. Who knows? I mean, Disney delays stuff all Disney the time. Springs so. Is
2: Springs is turning into its own park.
0: What Disney Springs is, right? You yeah. know, I Yes and, mm-hmm. and it,
2: it's something i never would have thought and i've always been like oh downtown disney right i think now downtown disney aka disney springs is turning into a destination that you really cannot overlook anymore you can't just say oh well i don't want to go because i don't want this or i don't need to shop there or i don't you know it, it's turning into a destination everybody like you're gonna have to spend some time there especially with things like this you know
0: i've go ahead, trevor well
1: I was going to say, you know, I guess for me, so when I went on my honeymoon to Disney World, um, that was when Pleasure Island was still open, and I don't know if... Horrible. I do remember Pleasure was. Island. Horrible yeah. well, no, no, no. no, no. Um, so, Pleasure Island as a whole was pretty... Um, I, I didn't like 90% of it, but the one thing that really stuck out to me there was the Adventurers Club, which again, I don't know if, if you went in there or not, but it was a... Um, so you would go down, and it it was very themed, like like the Jungle Cruise, and and they had cast members in there, you know, telling stories about uh, um, like jungle expeditions, and it was very interactive. Like they had different rooms, and there was um, like animatronics and all kinds of stuff going on in there, and and I know like when we saw that, we were really excited about the idea of that, and. And, and then also Disney Quest after that. And so th- those have always kind of been our reasons to go to, to Disney Springs. Because realistically, yeah, you know, the, the shopping and everything, it's nice having a shopping center. But I'm not in Disney – or well, I'm not in Disney World 90% of the time to go shopping. We do have it, it, our it, shopping time. It has gotten but,
2: better though. It's definitely different than yeah.
1: what it used to be for sure. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. And, 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 and like I said, the, this is – I like the fact – I'm with you that a lot of these things seem to be leading towards that. You know, yeah, there, Disney Springs is a shopping location, but there is all this other stuff to do there, and it's stuff that you want to do. Well, so It,
2: it kind of has to be, because think about it like this. The internet has changed shopping altogether, right? So when there was that special thing that you wanted, you couldn't obtain it anywhere else. You're going, right? You were going yep. to Disney. You would get it when you got there. Now you can be like Tom and myself. You can buy your, you know, Funko Pop, you know, figment is obviously out of the box, <laughs> ruined, and mine not. And, fingerprints and you can, you don't all even over, have David. Fingerprints anywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even have to. You know, my dog's going to end up, like, biting mine <laughs> out of the box and ruining mine or something. But it's just, just karma based here. But, you know, I, I think it, it, that, you know, shopping part of it has lost... It's not a peel because it's still fun to shop, but it's lost its necessity where you would go there. I think the only things now that I would say that Disney Springs has that maybe are a little bit harder to find are maybe artwork, you know, like something like that, signed pieces of artwork. But overall, the whole shopping aspect of it is not a necessity like it used to be. And I think that's why they have to bring in other things because. You know, otherwise, what do you do? You have, hey, listen, I can go to that shop online. I don't need to go there anymore. So I, I think they're they're doing Disney Springs right. Uh, and I'm, I was very excited to go last time. And again, I think that as we get more and more things, it could be, you know, its own excursion, not just, you know, a tag along to it. Well, that's
0: shopping, to your point, shopping has to be an experience now, right? That's that you have to make it something different. Like you're saying, it has to be a, mm-hmm. a, an experience or else it's not... You know, or else you get people going into Best Buy and looking up an, and then looking at an item and then looking it up on Amazon and ordering it later. You know, it's, you have to make it an experience. You have to make people want to buy things there. You have to make it one of a kind, right? And so that's kind of the thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and to that,
2: I do, I do. Well, I enjoy you your it. cruise, Damon. I'm, I'm done. I will. Yeah, and have, have a you, good time, man. Thank you, and I will have all sorts of interesting stories, I'm I, sure. I hope
0: I so. If you, if you could share some pictures or uh, share anything to, the, to our page, that would be uh... – Well, remember, I, have no, I oh, have no internet. That's right. You're so on a cruise I ship I get back. the ocean. That's right. I forgot yep. about that.
2: Yeah, I, I'm not buying the package. <laughs> yeah, that could be hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm tuning out. You know, it's, it's, it's funny. Before I go, I will, I will mention a few things about the cruise. Uh, yeah, please take do. up more time. Um, so what I'm going to do is, again, I am totally unplugging. So I'm not getting any sort of package. I'm not bringing any sort of work phone. Now I will keep my regular phone because for all the people that cruise know that you have the internal local area network there where you can text people through the app. So I'll need that to text my kids and things like that. Um But outside of that, I am not doing anything, no cellular, no nothing. I'm trying to unplug as much as possible. So that will be fun. But again, we're also trying to you know relax this will be a cruise where we're not doing an awful lot we're just doing a lot of relaxing but we're all excited to see the spa there's a a, some like rainforesty thing in the spa that we're going to look at we do have that one stingray excursion we will be getting off in the ports but i'm really looking forward to the food as we always do and as ziggy said i am not doing remy or paulo i forget which one but i'm not doing either one of them i'm not upcharging myself i know he said i should and you know cruise the next cruise i'll make sure to do that but not this time so it will be fun though i've never done a seven day cruise we're, we're definitely looking forward yeah that's, to it, that's
0: so. a long one that should be pretty cool i'm I'm very jealous i really am yeah <laughs> so
2: yeah well like i said we shall see see how it all comes back And the star wars stuff will be cool so what i heard is the new star wars stuff in the kids area is very fun and i have a kid of all age every single group pretty much except that super you know older teen group but i get to see all that stuff because i can go in with them so i'm excited for that <laughs> once my daughter gets a little too old she won't be able to go in that area anymore and then i'll be upset because that area is what, so is, is it cool. frowned
0: upon to go into so the cool. the areas that you're not supposed to go into you, you, you <laughs> can't you can't you can't without a kid. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. You cannot. So again, there's all sorts of games in there. Last time there was a kind of like a Pirates of the Caribbean game where like you got to shoot from a ship and it was crazy. Like it's all stuff that you don't see anywhere else. It's only on the Disney cruise ships. Uh so that's the You're really not on the ship that got the big dent it. So in are you guys?
0: Oh, you're on the dent we ship. Are, yeah.
2: Yes, it's all been fixed. Oh, oh we're on the dent ship. I know ship. they been fixed, fixed up already, though. They fixed that like oh, in yeah. a couple of days. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are on the dent ship. So If it goes down like the Titanic, <laughs> I guess I'm sub swimming. I'll be, I'll be in warm water though. So as long as we can avoid the sharks, and and we're all swimmers, so like excluding my wife, we'll all be good. So you just <laughs> swim away from your wife. So Someone's gonna have personal. Just, like, for, she Well, she might listen to this. Yeah, song, really can, I can't really sure. say too much. But yeah. So yeah, anyway. <laughs> but have a good one, guys. Don't ruin it's the so rest rude. of the show, okay?
0: And <laughs> if anyone wants do. to tune out
2: right now, that's okay, too. I, I, you know, I, I wouldn't feel I, no, bad but I, I get it. Who's going to disagree <laughs> with I us kid, now, I, kid. I
0: don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> Trevor and yeah, I are just going to agree <laughs> about everything. Oh, boy. <laughs> exactly.
2: Exactly. Well, have a good one, guys. I'll talk to you when we get back. Safe travels.
0: All right. Bye, Damon. So... um that was that was fun. <laughs> uh, so yeah, now that Damian's right. gone, no, I'm just kidding. Um, let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. talk about real stuff no, let's and get stuff to the that good matters. Stuff. <laughs> uh, no, so there's a couple of, like kind of odds and yeah. ends things that I thought were cool. And Trevor and I are kind of tech geeks with Disney technology, so we're going to talk about a couple of those. Well, just one of those things, I guess, a, a new patent that they filed, which I thought was really cool. Uh, did you read about this, Trevor?
1: Uh, I did briefly, and I. <sighs> I guess, you know, I, I've never had to deal with, um, with someone that's blind. So I, I don't think I fully understand the, 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 imp- how it works. well, yeah, how it works and, and what the actual impact is because, you know, it, it's just one of those things where, you know, where you don't have, you don't have a point of reference on it. So it's, to me, it's like, I, I just think of, you know, like Braille. So it's like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, how, how does that, how, how does that translate to, to, you know, making something
0: to visualizing it in your head. Yeah, exactly. So, well, and so for those that don't know, we should probably explain. Yeah. Uh, Disney just kind of came out with, it's not even a patent. They've just kind of released a a video of this new technology that they created, which allows blind guests to feel fireworks and there's a video out there about it. You can look it up on YouTube and, uh, you know, we, we can post a link to it on our page. But, uh, basically it uses water jets and the person puts their hands up on a, I guess a screen or a wall and, and they can feel the fireworks going off. And I, I think that's really cool, but my mind started going like, what else are they going to use this for? You know, cause Disney uh, so many times will invent this technology and sure, it's, it'll be great for folks that are, are, are blind, but they, I feel like they could use this for other things too, right? A, a larger right. audience, yeah. Like, yeah, like, wh- I mean, what if you had something that was like alien or, or something like that where, where you could have a certain amount of, uh, of, of those water jets, uh, you know, hitting you, uh, you know, maybe, I, I don't know how they would do it because I don't exactly know how the technology works, but, where, where it would give you some sort of visualization in your head of something coming at you or it, I, there's all sorts of things I feel like they could do with this.
1: You, you know, I, I almost, through my, head, right? my, my thought kind of goes actually to, uh, um, so something that surprised me on my trip, because again, I just hadn't seen it a lot at Disneyland is the, the interactive queue stuff, right? Like, oh, yeah. like there, there's, there's so much more of it in Disney world than there is in Disneyland. And, and when i realized how much there was there you know something like this i could see that you know um a combination of this water jet technology and you know projections or something turns into um like a something that almost seems like a living like a living thing but it's like you know yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's,
0: it's so, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. I, I just like when I saw that, I was like, that's really cool for blind people, but like my wheels are turning. Like there's so many cool things they could do with this, right? And you know, Disney comes up with like every, and you're totally right. The, the interactive queue experience could be absolutely upgraded with this. Yeah. I mean, the, somehow
1: the, this is totally like, you, you know, I, I would, when I hear about stuff like this, it's like, Okay, if Joe Rhodes ever happened to listen to this podcast, I would love to have lunch with you one day.
0: (laughs) 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 Did you see – this is way off topic. Did you see the whole thing about how he was at U.S. Customs? I guess he was traveling. Yep. And the person, yeah. So if those of you that didn't see the story, this made me laugh really hard. Uh, I don't know when this happened. I think it was over the past week or so. It, it corrects me if I'm wrong there, but, uh, so apparently Jerody was, uh, was traveling and going through customs. Someone saw his passport and said, uh, and said to him, so when are you going to get the Yeti working again?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, and, 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 and for I those that don't know, he was one of the Imagineers that worked on Everest and he's the same guy who's done Avatar Land and all that. So.
0: Yeah, he's like the lead Imagineer kind of at this point. Well, he's one of the big ones. Yeah, he's one of the, the senior guys that has been around for a really long time with the company. Uh, and apparently he gave him a really long detailed answer about it too. And he actually, I think he got, he didn't get in trouble a couple of years ago, but a couple of years ago he said something to the effect that it was like, I'm going to fix that Yeti if the, if it's the last thing I do. Yeah. So.
1: And now everyone's holding uh, him to it. So
0: yeah, exactly. And then everyone's holding into it cause he said it, but I, I mean, I, I have confidence he'll eventually fix it. It's just, it's, it's a kind of a major problem. They, they don't, if they can't figure out how to, I, I think I read somewhere they'd have to shut the whole ride down for like a year just to. Uh, it just—it it sounds like a, a nightmare. But anyway, I just thought that was a funny story because you brought up Joe Brody. Yeah, uh, and, I would love to have lunch with that guy.
1: Yeah. So I, like I said, that stuff like this is just like I would—I would love, you know, just for like a few hours to get a glimpse into to what kind of stuff they do behind the scenes with this, right? Because you know, like I said, you know, we we sit here and we think about it just from what we know, but realistically, they're—I mean—they've probably been playing with this stuff for you know, a year or two years and they're already figuring out ways to put it together. So.
0: Well, um, and you almost got to wonder if they created it not with that intent in mind, right? Maybe they were trying to create that technology to do something else. And they were like, Oh, we could use this to, to help the blind see fireworks. But maybe that's not what they were originally designing it for. Yeah. You know, they just kind of stumbled upon that.
1: Yeah. And and like I said, it's, it's hard to say, and it's hard to, it's so hard to visualize it because it's, I mean, because we're not you, blind. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it, but it's also it yeah. you know not not being an imagineer, it's oh, it's yeah. so hard to to see where they could go with these things.
0: I I just that that kind of blew my mind. I thought it was so cool. And, uh, you know, one of these days, let us know by email if if you be int- if anybody that listens to the show, if you'd be interested in a show where we just talk about Disney technology, be a little bit shorter than this one normally is. Let us know because we've we've talked about that before and I think it'd be kind of cool. Um, but, and, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe
1: if Damon goes to another cruise, we can uh, we can plan that. <laughs> Just yeah, we there go. Ourselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Damon doesn't care about technology. Yeah, <laughs> about Disney technology anyway. He, he he can start his own Universal Technology podcast, and he'll be happy doing that. Uh, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> now, so um, one of the other things we had on our list too that I I actually really wanted to talk about this because this uh, this excited me was the uh, um this spectacular Spectaculab? yeah spectacular yeah yeah. So so I'm I am so glad that they're putting some focus back into interventions again
0: because me too me too
1: yeah because i i i loved interventions like years ago but unfortunately it is really it's a shell of its former self and i mean when you look at that whole area that like this goes back to all the discussions we've had around you know in in future world interventions is dead um ellen's energy adventure just got shut down and that whole area is just really stagnant and the, the the fact that they've they put this in and and i actually i really want to take my son to this when we go in may because i think like it, it's like crazy science experiments and stuff right so
0: yeah and and the sponsor that they have for it and i don't have it in front of me i don't know if, oh, if you i didn't mean i actually yeah. didn't
1: see who the sponsor was for
0: this so um, it, it was just announced and the sponsor that does it is it, they're going to they're they're like a company that helps with like STEM schools I don't know if you're familiar with that being in Canada but I don't know if that's a thing there too but uh like science and technology and uh yeah they're a global leader in the design manufacturing, and supply of advanced electronic components and science from scientists, a nonprofit organization that helps to improve STEM literacy at schools. So it's there, it's an education sponsor, which is kind of cool. Um, well, I mean, there's somebody that manufactures electronic components, but they also have a nonprofit that helps with schools. And, uh, So in in the description of this, it's going to start on November 11th, and it says, In it, guests will be invited to join a group of real scientists and their tech-savvy intern for a series of thrilling experiments that put scientific principles like ultrasonic pressure, barometric pressure, acceleration, and force to the test. Through this funny and fascinating show, guests of all ages will have the opportunity to participate in the demonstrations and discover how each scientific principle has has inspired amazing technologies we enjoy today. I think that's awesome. Like it's taking like to, back to the kind of educational days of Epcot. I feel like,
1: yeah, and and I think that's kind of what's been missing. I think this is what a lot of people's complaint has been about Epcot is that it's turned into, you, you know, the, the there's more Char- franchises in there. Yeah, more characters, more franchises. So I, I think the fact that they're revisiting this, you know, maybe some people will see that there's still there's still some hope. And I, I mean, we don't know how long this show is going to run either. I mean, it, it could be that's gone fair. by the time we go next year. But I mean, I'm I'm hopeful that that this kind of thing picks up there because it, they really do need it. They they need more of these uh, these you know off the wall interactive things because that I, I think it's what uh, I I think it's a lot of what really you know kind of founded the the stuff that's in the park. Like oh yeah, like for me, it's you know. It, it it's like some of those shows, uh, like, well, if you've ever seen Hoop-Dee-Doo Review is, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that show's been around forever. And it's not tied to anything. It doesn't have any, you know, franchise tie-ins, but it's a legitimately good show. And I'm, I'm really hopeful that this one goes the same way, too.
0: I hope so, too. I, I I thought I saw this and I thought it was really cool. And I remember that there was... They had posted maybe a month or two ago a casting, uh, you know, an audition uh, posting for, you know, scientists type characters and, and people were speculating that this was going to happen. And so it's really cool to see it come to fruition. And I almost wonder, is that going to spark a kind of reawakening for interventions? Because it, it, like you said, it is a really empty shell of itself. There's still probably going to be room even with that show going on. You know, I don't know oh. how much space it's going to take <laughs> up, you know.
1: Uh, they <laughs> they've got so much space in there right now. I oh, really it's do. It's ridiculous. Did yeah. you do
0: any of the character uh, meet and greets, the, the like did you do Baymax or uh, any of when you were there?
1: No, we didn't actually. We uh I I just didn't think to get fast passes at the time for it. And and again, we were I mean, we we I think we maybe saw half of Epcot when we were there, so we've got lots of stuff to see on our next trip.
0: Well, that's good. Uh yeah. that's cool. So uh yeah, and and I mean, I, I can't say enough about how cool the Baymax character greeting is. It's so much fun. It's so cool. I, I, I've heard it's up there with uh, Chewie. The Chewbacca meet and greet was really cool. I saw the picture of you with him. I I actually was super impressed when I did that because I was assuming it was going to look kind of fake and and not look good. And then you go and meet him, and you're like, I'm actually meeting Chewbacca. This is cool. Yeah, and
1: and I I feel like you know Baymax was, or Baymax would be the same way. It's you know I like. I, I think it's just the idea of the character is, you know, like, like, like Chewie is very, it's like, cool. I think everybody gives Chewie a hug. I, I, I don't know. I,
0: How could yeah. you not? How could you not give him a hug, and, right? There's a big furry animal. And
1: Baymax is the same way. It's like a big marshmallow looking thing. So, yeah, we'll we'll be doing that next I, time. though.
0: <laughs> I was so impressed with the Baymax character. I mean, because it's, it's, it's blown up. The eyes blink. I mean, it's, it's well done. It is really well done. Anyway, yeah. that's what an aside. another yeah, tangent. T- <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's yep. what makes us. That's what makes us fun. Uh, so here's some big news, and, and we actually save this for the end because we all know that Damon cares not at all about Disneyland. So, <laughs> yep.
1: But I, I but, think this uh, is that's huge, okay. though.
0: This is absolutely huge, and and there is a DVC component to this maybe. Uh, so this is a, a rumor we're going to throw in here. Uh, but so it was announced that Disneyland is going to build a new four diamond hotel uh, by Downtown Disney. It's going to be seven hundred rooms. and It's going to have retail spaces on the bottom. So this is going to—they're actually going to destroy some of Downtown Disney to build this. But then it seems like they're going to put those places right back on the bottom of the hotel. If I'm if I understood it correctly, yes. I don't. I don't that's what it seemed like to me. So so he.
1: So- Here's the – or to help, to help you understand how downtown Disney is laid out is that um, – so closer to, to the entrances to, to Disneyland is – there's a bunch of smaller shops. And then when you go – so so on one side is Disneyland and California Adventure. On the other side of downtown Disney is the Disneyland Hotel and Paradise Pier. And kind of in the middle is the entrance to um, the Grand Californian. This hotel is going to go closer to where down to, or to where the Disneyland Hotel is. And as it stands right now, there there is a, a monorail stop that stops in downtown Disney. It actually used to stop in the original Disneyland Hotel before they demolished it and moved it back. So this is this is they're gonna use the same stop, but it's gonna actually stop in a hotel again. The, Which is awesome. Yeah. So so I mean that that's fantastic. Um the real interesting thing though is that where where they're building this hotel it looks like it's not being built. Uh, I know they said they're building it alongside downtown Disney but it's actually going to go over top of downtown Disney. Yes. Yeah, so so it's going to be raised up and, and and I think it's actually really smart that they did this because I, I the problem that Disneyland has is that all the all the space around them has been bought up by other people and there's hotels everywhere. And so they can't buy any more land. They really struggle with land. So instead of building out, they're actually building up. So,
0: Which is the only thing they can do, right? Yeah.
1: And, and so so this hotel is going to um, – it looks like it's going to take over where – so House of Blues, Rainforest Cafe, and ESPN Zone are all larger structures that are in downtown Disney. And they all, they all sit closer to the Disneyland Hotel. The, those are all going to go away. And I suspect that there will be a new version of them. Somewhere in this new hotel. And then also, um, across from that, there's, uh, Earl of Sandwich. My wife was actually, she was upset at her. She's like, if they rip down Earl of Sandwich, I'm going to like write them a very angry letter, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I, I can understand. But it sounds like, again, you know, they're going to have like a main floor area where there's going to be like a, like shopping and, and the restaurants and everything. So, um, I, I'm excited for it. And, uh, yeah, the, so, so the rumor that, that came up with it is that there is going to be, a, you, you said what, about 125 DVC rooms?
0: I think that's what I read. So that's there's a rumor that there could be a DVC wing that would be 125 rooms. Uh, and it would be a building that's kind of behind one of the buildings on a, on a little plot of land over there. Uh, between the new hotel and the Paradise Pier, Pier Hotel. so it's it's complete rumor. Uh, that one is, and, it, and truthfully, I've only seen it reported one place, so I don't know if I believe it. But Disneyland is in dire need of more DVC. Yes,
1: absolutely. I mean, for for those that don't know, yeah. California Adventure only has, or what was the number I heard? My my DVC rep said it was something like really low. Like there's only like forty or fifty rooms or something like that. I be a little bit oh, higher it's so small. I'd be closer sick, to 75. Yeah. But but yeah, either way for, for for the amount of rooms there versus Disney World, like it, it's a fraction of of what's available and because of that, if you don't have um if you don't have that as your home resort, um getting it at 7 months is impossible.
0: It, it's it's <laughs> it's slim. It
1: like you're you're basically you're always on a wait list. and so it's it's always a gamble to uh to possibly get a room there. So yeah, for them to add more rooms, I don't think it'll, it's not going to solve the problem because, you know, there's more people are going to want to go there, but I think it's nice that there'll at least be another opportunity to, you know, possibly buy some DVC points there for those that want to do that. And even for myself, um, I mean, this is an opening for it was 2017. Now it's 2021. We're talking another four or five years. I mean, I might actually consider buying points there, if uh, um, just so that I have points on at both parks, right? So,
0: I mean, that would probably be the smart thing to do because you know you could actually be able to get something there. Uh, I I actually just pulled up. There are, according to, I'm going to attribute this to DVCInfo.com. There's on on their website it says there are 23 dedicated rooms uh, uh, for. Uh, Twenty-three dedicated studios at at Grand Californian. Yeah, yeah. So yeah,
1: that's studios, and then they do have the larger rooms as well. But yeah, for for most people, it most people want the studios because yeah. you know they they sleep you know yeah. four to five people on average. So
0: and they've got seventeen. So they've got seventeen one bedrooms, and they've got seventeen two bedrooms. Oh no, wait. I'm sorry. Twenty-three two bedrooms. Uh, so yeah it's <laughs> it's it's not a lot of rooms let's put it to you that way uh, wow they only have they only have two of the of the Grand Villas Yep, two that's yeah so I, I, you can see how much of a dire need there is for DVC inventory there but I mean this is like I said it's pure speculation we really don't know if that's actually true or not Disney did not announce that um, but this is pretty cool I, it's a really beautiful looking project oh absolutely Uh and I'm sure for any Disneyland fan, it's it, they're really excited. Uh, and, and this is also going to include a parking garage. And, you know, I've not been to Disneyland, but I've heard that parking is a problem there.
1: Yep. So uh, <laughs> so thankfully, whenever we've gone, we've, uh, we've always either – we've stayed at one of the Disney hotels when we've gone. So either the Grand or Paradise Pier. And so because of that, we've never had to drive because everything is within walking distance. Um, the parking structure, though, you actually um, – it, it's actually – Similar to parking at the the TTC in Disney World, and that you okay. got to park in this. So they got a big uh, parkade, uh, the, the 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 Mickey and Friends parking structure. You got to park there, go down, get on a tram that takes you around the back end of Downtown Disney. So it actually goes along um, behind a lot of the buildings in Downtown Disney, and then takes you to to the front uh, the front entrance. So. Yeah, it's and that that's just the one structure outside of that. I mean, people park at the hotels and everything that are nearby, but yeah, really it's um the, the area is very strapped for available space. So
0: well, and part of this project is adding a 6500 uh parking gar- car parking garage. So, I mean, and tr- they need all this, right? I mean, Star Wars is going to open in 2019. There's going to be a rush of people going there. Yep. It's going to be crazy uh so this is just such a cool project there was a a project mean, i don't think we ever talked about the eastern gateway on the um on the podcast but there was a project that had been proposed and then kind of like mysteriously kind of faded away and then now now this is kind of replacing that whole thing so i guess we kind of know why it it faded away (laughs) yeah because they were coming up with grander plans right yeah the
1: the the, because that that's what i it's also been called the third gate so, because right now you've got two main gates, which are Disneyland and California Adventure. There was rumor of the third gate would be a third la- or a third park that, that people would go into. And, uh, mm, okay. and yeah, so a lot of people were thinking because, um, it, if you've been to downtown Disney and Disneyland, it's still very stuck in the 90s. Like it actually still looks a lot like the downtown Disney or former downtown Disney before it became Disney Springs. In Disney World. So okay. yeah, it's it is absolutely due for an update. And and a lot of people thought they would just drop it all together, but I actually think this is this is a much better idea because yeah, it gives them more hotel space. The um I know some people say, well, you know, the the park is, is already busy, but it's not the reason the park is busy is not because of people staying at the hotels. It's because it's literally in the middle of Anaheim and you can't get away from that. So
0: it's just it's literally because it's not that large of a space (laughs) yeah it's in
1: the middle of a large metropolitan area it's it's not like disney world where like disney world is actually separated from like it's it's its own bubble right disneyland's bubble is much much smaller so i think the fact that they're 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 expanding that bubble by going up instead of out i i i think this will be a good thing and also uh um so looking at the way that the concept art for that hotel is um i think there may actually be some good views of star wars land from there because the one side of oh. it actually would be pointing right towards where star wars land is
0: well and we also didn't mention too that there's going to be a rooftop there's going to be a rooftop uh, restaurant that you'll be able to uh watch the fireworks kind of like you can do a california grill yeah. at uh, at disney world which is pretty cool that's a great thing to add i, I know and and Some Disneyland people might correct me And and you might correct me I've read before that that the fireworks are kind of hit or miss At Disneyland because uh, I guess if it gets windy at all there They have to kind of shut it down Mm -hmm. Because they're in a city uh, so I, I mean, that'll still be a benefit, but I can imagine being really disappointed if I booked a reservation at that restaurant specifically to watch the fireworks and then getting up there and then when there were no fireworks, that would be a bummer.
1: Yeah. And, and it's, I, they definitely have a larger problem with, uh, cause the area where it's in the, the wind that comes through there. It, um, I live in a climate that's very similar to, uh, Los Angeles, although it's colder because I'm further North, but, um, I do understand the wind thing very well because we we get crazy windstorms here too so yeah unfortunately you know you can't you kind of have to go into it with expectations of um you know things might not always work and actually uh, so funny story um so two years ago when i went to disneyland the day we got there um so they were doing work on it's a small world so they had all the uh the the tarps and everything up right
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah.
1: they ran the fireworks that night, and um, some of the the shrapnel from one of the fireworks actually landed on the tarps and started a fire by Small World. Oh, so, and, and you know, to, total accident. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't huge; like there was a, there was a small scorch mark and everything. But um, I I told some of my friends what happened with that, and they had actually joked that they or they said that I was in there starting fires. <laughs> because because it, i just happened to be there the day that you know
0: that a fire started <laughs> that, that, uh, yeah
1: for, for all the you know like you don't hear about fire starting in disney very often you know the one day i happened to be there a fire started so so they they all think that's... that i go to disney because i like lighting things on fire or something
0: but you like to light things on fire that's yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny oh man that's crazy yeah i i'm i'm th- this i mean this i'm surprised Damon wouldn't want to talk about this because this should make him want to go more. This is cool. <laughs> yeah, so. it, and and I
1: I hope it's a sign of you know maybe maybe they'll find a way to start expanding further. But I mean, yeah, the 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 thing is, is that the space there is just so limited and
0: so limited.
1: Yeah, and and you know, taking a part of downtown Disney is at this point, it it really needs it. It like that that whole area needs a nice. Um, a nice sprucing up. So I think this is a good time to do it is that they'll get, they will get a really nice hotel. All of the, uh, the, like the, it, it looks like they're going to have like nice park areas and everything around there. So oh, yeah. yeah,
0: it's going to be really nicely landscaped and everything like that. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like we're entering like a new Disney decade. You know, for those that aren't familiar, there there was the the Disney decade where, uh, like, you know, new parks got added and the cruise line, like all sorts of stuff that Disney was investing. And it's like if you just think about the sheer amount of projects that they're doing right now, it is it's kind of amazing. Uh, all the stuff that's going to be coming to us over the next couple of years, just between Epcot and, uh, you know, the Marvel Land that's going to open at Disney, Disneyland, uh, you know, obviously Star Wars Lands, Toy Story, uh, you know, the, the gondolas, the new theater at Magic Kingdom. There's so much stuff they're doing right now. It's kind of insane. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I, I, just, you know, when you think about them all at once there, it's like, man, they are doing a lot and, you know, building, they're building a new DVC hotel and, you know, possibly that immersive hotel. We haven't really heard anything about it since then, and they really haven't broken ground on it. So, uh, maybe remember when we had Chris on and he was skeptical that it was ever going to happen. I... <laughs> yeah, I,
1: you know, like you said, it's it's hard because there there's there's so many things going on, and and honestly, I really I don't even care about that until after Star Wars Land opens, anyways, because it. I mean we're going to be busy yeah we're we're busy with so much stuff now why would I want to sit and wait for something that might happen in 5 years <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that's true that's that's completely true and if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't either way it's you know it'll still be pretty cool if it does but yeah. uh, and there's lots of cool things that are coming down the pipe anyway and actually the more concept art I see from Toy Storyland the more excited I get about it and I don't know when if when you were in Hollywood Studios you got to check out the model or anything, but every time they release concept art, I'm like, this is looking pretty cool. I actually
1: got a good view of it from Tower of Terror, believe it or not. <laughs> oh really? Because oh, <laughs> yeah, wow. uh, when the when the doors open up you can see you can see everything. Pretty there. far. And yeah. and so so that roller coaster that Damon's been not improving on <laughs> it it's a big roller coaster like it it's it, huge it covers a good chunk of the land like that this isn't the barnstormer people like don't don't look at at the slinky dog as barnstormer i actually think it's going to be a longer ride than seven dwarfs mine train
0: oh it looks way long it looks so yeah. long and i i it looks like it launches too which i think is really interesting and i mean though i i was surprised every time i see it i'm like man that thing covers the entire land it's huge yeah Right. Yeah, I, I, I'm i hoping that's one of those ones that Damon, when he goes on it, he'll just be like, all right, I was so wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was pretty cool. It was, yeah, it looks really cool, whatever, you know. Uh, but did you actually... So you didn't get to see the model when you were there that's in One Man's Dream over there?
1: No, we, uh, we kind of got turned around in Hollywood Studios when we were there because... Um, It's such a mess at the moment. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, it was really
1: hard. Like, even we we almost got lost trying to find the uh, the Star Wars launch bay because I'd never been to to the one there. So, oh yeah, yeah. So I I had to ask around to figure out how to get there for the dessert party, and that at that point we were just like, "Okay, we're good."
0: (laughs) By the way, one of my favorite things about that, like, there's. I love that they just have random stormtroopers walking around like accosting people and being like, you know, talking to them and, and saying things to them. And, and then when they do the marching, too, it's just they, they did some really cool stuff with the stormtroopers. There.
1: Oh, yeah, actually. So when we were at the dessert party, the, the, the stormtroopers walked through the dessert party. And um, so my son, uh, we were at a table and then my son wanted to go get a drink. And so he went running off around the corner and a stormtrooper told him to slow down. So like he came <laughs> around the corner, there was a stormtrooper standing right there, and he was like, "Slow down!" And my son was like, "Whoa!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's pretty cool. See, yeah. I just always assumed that those were, those were like little canned things that they had. I guess the the the, the people in them can actually talk, and they, you know, Well, can...
1: yeah, I, I don't know how exactly that works, but yeah, he just he, he just looked at me and went, "Slow down!" I, I wish I had my phone out when that happened because I would have <laughs> recorded it, but. Yeah, it was hilarious because like the, the the look of shock on my son's face was uh, was worth it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that 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 had to blow his mind. That would have blown my mind, I think, if that would have happened. Yeah, you know, that's crazy. That's really cool. Yeah, I I love some of the stuff they've done with Star Wars there, and uh, I know not everybody does, but I, I think it's really cool. And meeting Chewbacca, actually meeting BB-8 was pretty cool too. Uh, yeah.
1: And and oh. I I should actually point out we we managed to get off topic again from. <laughs>
0: You like know, it's, it's a fair point. Yeah. We only have one topic left, so
1: yeah. <laughs> so. But um, yeah, we we kind of went from talking about Disney and or Disneyland with the hotel, and we were back in Star Wars land again. So
0: yeah, yeah. you know. You know. <laughs> These kinds of things happen, yeah. <laughs> um, but okay, yeah. Well, we can we can start to get towards the end here. Anything else you want to say about the the Disneyland developments? Because I I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I'm I'm pretty excited about it, and I've never even been to Disneyland, and you know I'm I'm excited for it when I eventually do get there to check that out.
1: Yeah, it's uh, like I said for, for me especially. Yeah, it's super exciting, and um, it it just it gives me something to look forward to in a couple of years when. Uh, Because, I mean, for us, we're, we're planning to be in Disney World, at least for the foreseeable future, but we are going to want to go back to the West Coast. So I'll, I'll be more than happy to check this out at that point.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, you'll be ready for a new trip back there. And, uh, you know, who knows what I'll be doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, we, we should, I put this towards the end here because we wanted to, you know, we are for all intents and purposes a DVC podcast. And sometimes we don't talk a lot about DVC stuff because there's not always a lot of DVC news, right? Uh, you know, there's, there's things that are going on. But since the holidays are coming up, I wanted to talk really quickly about, uh, the member Christmas parties. We just talked about the Halloween parties happening at Disneyland and, and uh, Disney world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now the Christmas parties have been announced, which I would love to go to, although I did the holidays in the parks and it's a nightmare, but it would be fun to go to one of these parties. Um, so for those of you that are DVC members out there, if any of you are going to be in the parks uh, on on the day before Christmas, uh, they are doing a, a Christmas party. That's uh $75 a person plus tax and gratuity for adults. And, uh, you know, $40 for kids. Uh, there's, you know, a lot of like Christmassy type stuff like ham and r- r- potatoes and salads and desserts. And, uh, you know, there's frozen characters are going to be there and holiday music, that kind of fun stuff. Uh, so I just wanted to talk about that because I thought that was kind of cool. And I, actually, did you see, did you see the other thing that they're doing? I, and I don't know how we never talked about this, about where, where like, uh, referrals to DVC are finally worth something now. Like if you refer no. a friend. No I- Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say. So, so it's actually like like. What do you get extra points or or what do Not they do? Not that much. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> but, that would be amazing. But
0: <laughs> it would be. Yeah. No. So what they're doing now is if you refer one of uh, you know somebody to DVC that actually purchases, they give you like a choice of like a free tour, or it's oh. so most of them are tours that I saw. So, but they're like the good tours, the the tours that are like a hundred bucks a piece. So like they'll the... give you like. Two okay. tickets to one of the tours. Like, yeah. and so like Behind the Seeds and stuff like that. Yeah, Behind the Seeds was on there. Uh, I think I saw Backstage Magic, uh, a couple different ones, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Because it used to be you know, you could refer people, but you didn't get anything for it and you know it's they don't have to give us anything to refer people but um so anybody out there if you're a prospective dvc member uh and you're looking to buy send me an email and i'll be happy to send you a referral (laughs) that was really the only reason i brought that up
1: (laughs) what'd you say me or
0: tom (laughs) no no just me Uh, oh oh, okay (laughs) no we'll we'll share uh (laughs) no seriously send uh, me first (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) definitely not to damon (laughs) well he's not here so he can't he can't defend he doesn't get it yeah Yeah, no he doesn't get it he
0: doesn't read the emails anyway so (laughs) we are so off the rails today (laughs) these are the these are the shows i like though um so anything else you want to talk about anything else come up in the disney universe uh before we before we wrap this thing up
1: so just one thought on the that christmas party so it's
0: on christmas eve
1: Which my understanding is Christmas Eve. um, Even though it's still a very very busy time in the park, Christmas Eve tends to be quieter just because a lot of people are saving going into the parks for Christmas Day. So, for anyone that's you know possibly looking at being there around that time and wants to do the member Christmas party, might not be a bad idea. Although, keep in mind it'll still be like it's not going to be light crowds by any means. But I mean if I had a reason to be there at Christmas time, I would maybe consider doing something like this. But yeah, I actually wish that they would offer this uh you know, like a few I, I just wish they would do a more days of them. Yeah, like more yeah. of the member <laughs> events, you know, kind of Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. But but I understand why they can't too, so
0: Oh yeah, it makes sense, and it would be nice if they could. I mean, I know they do it by ho- by holidays, but it would be nice if they could do just like member. They used to do like member mixers all the time, like throughout the year. They, uh, but I mean, that's not to complain because I feel like they've been doing more events than I've ever seen them do. Like they've been doing more now than they've done in the past couple of years. So. Uh, I can't complain too much about that. I I think it's been uh they've been doing a really good job with that. But I I would love to go to this if I were gonna be there. But like I said, we we went for Christmas a couple of years ago, and I think we left. I want to say we left two days before Christmas. I think the day after we left was was Christmas Eve, and Magic Kingdom was closed by 10 a.m. due to overcrowding. Oh. So oh wow, yeah, so that's, <laughs> yeah, and we were in Epcot, and we couldn't like walk. And you know how big Epcot is. Yeah, like we were walking around the World Showcase, literally just squishing our way through people that's how busy it gets. people don't realize how crazy it gets until you go during that time and you're like wow this is insane um, so but anyway um, anything else before we uh, wrap this thing up
1: no I, I think I'm good <laughs> I don't think we need another tangent at this point we hit our quota
0: let's talk about splash mountain uh, renovations oh, well. <laughs> no. did you see it's just got extended again I'm sorry <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, whatever it yeah they need I need to make it pretty they do. Yeah.
0: So anyway, you want to uh, wrap us up here?
1: Yeah, I will wrap us up. Okay. So for anyone that wants to get a hold of us, um, we do have uh email. So of course you can reach us at welcome home podcast at com. Uh, we also have the website where you can find all of our information and links to the, uh, to the podcast, which is www.welcomehomepodcast.com. Uh, we are always looking for questions and comments from our listeners. Uh, We love hearing from you guys. We love talking to you guys. Uh, So please uh, feel free to reach out to us at any point. Uh, We are also on social media. So you can find us on Facebook at welcome home podcast on Twitter at welcome home pod and Instagram at welcome home picks. And once again, you know, likes, follows, and shares means that more people get to listen to the podcast and, uh, and we can keep sharing our Disney love out there.
0: Yeah. Um, we We really appreciate all the people that listen and all you guys that write into it's really cool to hear from you so thank you
1: <laughs> yeah and, and also if, if anyone's grabbing this on iTunes um we appreciate the iTunes reviews as well because um i actually yeah iTunes and uh google play um the uh, those reviews get us more visible get us out there some more so please 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 <laughs> uh review us whenever you can um also um I would also like to mention too that um i've got just under two weeks before um a fundraising event that i'm doing called extra life so um for those that listened last episode i am doing a 24-hour video game marathon um i will be playing some disney games during the day to for for people that want it to be disney centric i'll have some old school uh um,
0: aladdin Gen- aladdin on genesis <laughs> uh
1: I, I don't know about aladdin um i've actually got a bunch of the old nintendo games li- lined up like ducktales oh. and chippendale and, and stuff like that okay. yeah so, so it'll be a 24-hour fundraiser on there um uh from through extra life so extra org is the website um i'll also when this uh um podcast goes live i will link it again in here um Feel free to to tune in on the stream. Even if you don't donate, just having people tune in means that I get more visibility and hopefully leads to to more donations throughout the day. And yeah, I think that's about it for us this week.
0: That's great. Well, uh, yeah, and uh, don't forget to subscribe to uh, Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. Uh, Really convenient because every time we put it out there, just downloads right to your phone or whatever other listening device you use. Makes it easy on you and you can uh, know right when we uh, release a new episode. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, just about anywhere. Uh, we actually have quite a lot of listeners on TuneIn and Stitcher, which is really cool. So uh, if you listen on there, thank you for listening through, to us through those uh, apps. But like I said, you can find us anywhere you can find podcasts. So uh, for those of you that don't have iPhones like me that has an Android phone, go go on your on your uh, Play Store and search podcasts and you'll find a multitude of polca- podcast apps that you can find us in. So uh, And just a reminder to our listeners too, Welcome Home is uh, for entertainment only. We're not employed by the Walt Disney Company and uh, any opinions that we express on the show are our own. Uh, it's, you know, And we have a lot of opinions, obviously, from the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Except we were going to keep it short this week, and it just didn't happen because it never does. <laughs> but that's the way we like it. We appreciate you guys all hanging out there with us. So, uh, anyway, uh, please consult your DVC representative for more information or, uh, or a Disney cast member. Uh, ask Disney directly for questions about anything we talked about today, uh, You know, because we are not the end-all be-all of everything. So, <laughs> thank you guys all for listening to Welcome Home Podcast. We really appreciate you listening. And you writing in and letting us know how much you enjoy the show. Uh, join us next time. We're going to talk more about Disney parks, maybe more about cartoons, probably about Damon's Cruise, and uh, probably some uh, Disney Vacation Club talk, too. So we hope to see you all real soon.